Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 119, which we are recording on Wednesday, July 20th, 2016. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And we're recording on location again. It's a beautiful <laughs> evening here and we are sitting outside at UC Santa Cruz, University of California at Santa Cruz. And what did we see on the way here? We saw two families it looked like two families of wild turkeys <laughs> <laughs> that was immediately upon entering campus yeah. basically there was two adult i assume females and a at least lot 10 of yeah. chicks slash like juvenile yeah juvenile yeah. they weren't like cute tiny little no things, no <laughs> they were obviously young yeah what are baby turkeys called poults i don't know i think poults? I i'm not sure and then we also saw many, many deer yep. upon arriving. Two little fawns and two young bucks who were even butting at each other when we first <laughs> saw them. So they were not being very cooperative for photo op, though. We got a lot of deer butt deer pictures. Butt, yes. So <laughs> we'll see what else we see while we're sitting here. This is where we recorded once where we saw quail and deer walked mm -hmm. by and i saw a mountain lion walk by here once so you never know what yeah. cool things we're <laughs> and again it's just a beautiful evening it's about 6 45 and it's probably about 80 degrees out it's cooled down it's actually. cooled down yeah it yeah. was 90 at my house earlier so it's cooled down breeze. there's a nice breeze now so we're looking i've been looking forward to recording all day long it's been a super busy stressful day and i'm just happy to be relaxing <laughs> so what are you wearing okay i am not wearing it right now but what i have been wearing this week and actually i wore it last night yeah. gail saw me last night we were at a little get together with some friends for dinner i wore my drifting by cecily glowick mcdonald which i knit back in the summer of 2011 made in abstract fiber super sock in the valentine colorway now the Valentine colorway is a bright pink yarn with specks of many other colors. There's lavender, there's blue, there's orange, there's a little yellow. Gorgeous, beautiful, continues to be one of my favorite colorways, I think, ever. And you know, it's funny, it's like the original speckled yarn, and I've always remembered that colorway name because I always keep my <laughs> eye open for it. Like when we go to Stitches, I'm looking for yeah, it, and yeah, it's, it's so pretty. It also really gets attention for a sweater that, in my mind, is a relatively simple sweater. It seems to, that my my garment seems to draw a lot of attention and i think it's maybe because of the yarn more than the pattern because the design is really basic it's a very workable sweater i wear it all the time it's basic enough that i can wear it with many different kinds of outfits but it's not a super designed piece it's just kind of loose and flowy mm -hmm. you know what i mean <laughs> why don't you describe it because the drifting sweater is a local phenomenon i think everybody at our local yarn <laughs> store has knit at least one that's true but... because it's very like i said very casual mm -hmm. so it works with our lifestyle and our climate here because it's knit in fingering weight yarn it's a raglan shaped top knit from the top down so the yoke is raglan shaped, but then instead of continuing down in the traditional manner that raglans do, I think you end up 
picking up stitches yeah, across so, the yeah. front. There's there's a, a way that you, I guess you bind off and then pick, I can't remember if you, you must bind off if you have to pick up stitches. Yeah, I don't maybe, remember, but yeah, it's I don't interesting remember. like on a bias yeah, or something. It creates somewhat, that's, that's a perfect description because it creates somewhat a fabric on the front that is somewhat on the bias and it just drapes very nicely. Mm -hmm. And it's short sleeve and it's not cropped but it's a shorter it's a it's garment, a shorter so. sweater although i was going to mention that too because i made mine a little bit longer than the pattern photo because of the pattern photo i don't know if you remember it the pattern photo is almost a below the booble area yes <laughs> garment yes it's really funny gail and i somewhat think a lot of a lot of the photos by this designer, uh, the sweaters are often very, very short on very the models. Short. And we can't figure out why they're so short, <laughs> except for maybe whoever just got tired of knitting them. That's our, yeah. Or maybe they were originally made for a person who was much shorter waisted, and then the person modeling them has a much that could be longer true. ways because they well, I suspect, always look too short yeah they always yeah unless cecily mcglaudick mcdonald herself is wearing them and even if she's wearing them sometimes they look too short so i often wonder how tall she is in real life hmm. and how tall her waist is because maybe she knits the samples for herself and she's smaller really yeah and then <clears throat> excuse me like that's quince and company sometimes does her sweaters and then they really look short because yeah. yeah but i assume the models are much taller yeah but we i think the more experienced and worldly we become as knitters <laughs> the more critical we are about photos and not only are her her sweaters short but they're often wrinkled that's right which for me it feels like such a shame that's right. to have it is a shame pattern to have pictures a like that garment featured in a pattern that's wrinkled yeah that's a shame and i say that with most of my sweaters well okay if if you're going by designer like the most popular designers in my closet oh he's the top of the list cecily glauck mcdonald's is a close second mm -hmm. i have many sweaters by her that i, I totally knit. agree so, so i love her design and we can apparently get beyond the wrinkled the wrinkles. sweaters <laughs> in the short sweaters <laughs> yes so drifting is not exactly <laughs> cropped Although it kind of looks like it in the photo. And it's and it's certainly not cropped the way I made it. And I have actually made two of these. I made one for my sister as well. And every time I have a maybe two skeins of fingering weight yarn, it's always on my short list of what I could make mm -hmm. when I'm not sure what I'm going to make with that yarn. Because I, I that, do wear it a lot. I hear that at the yarn shop a lot too. Yeah. Oh, two skeins you could you could drifting. drifting. Yeah, yes. that, that's a common thing to hear. <laughs> because everybody knows it's the sweater you can just toss on. I've knit Very two nice. as well. I knit one in Madeline Tosh Airlite in the Baltic colorway, which is that beautiful teal, mm -hmm. and it was really too big, and I didn't like the way it draped on me, and that ended up with Stephanie Soulmate, mm -hmm. and then I knit another one in jinx yarn it's one winged angel is the colorway and it's a speckled yarn that's beautiful and all of my summer sweaters are still in storage i've not taken them out which is bizarre 
And we'll get to that later in the episode. <laughs> but yeah, I've knit two as well. But I think yeah. mine, my second one that I kept for myself, which I love, is a little bit shorter. But I have a shorter waist than you do. Yeah. So. But you know, I was going to say it was somewhat chance that I took mine out of storage to wear. Not storage, but out of my sweater boxes, I should say. Because it... Well, at my house, it's a very long story, but the short story is that we're doing our summer project is a whole house reorganization where all the rooms are getting painted. Everyone in the family is switching to a different bedroom. So it's a big, long project. And part of that meant that a lot of my clothing was disrupted of course <laughs> moved out from where it used to Lost. be stored had to be taken out and we don't have a, a wardrobe a storage piece quite yet for me to put all of my clothing into so I have boxes and I have been looking through boxes and trying to find way to compact boxes and find things to get rid of and I found this sweater and I don't know why I didn't take it out at the beginning of summer, but I took out several summer weight sweaters now. So hopefully I'll remember to wear them and enjoy them while yeah. I can. I need to do that. So yes, how about you? What are you wearing? I'm wearing my Yarny X t-shirt. <laughs> and it's exactly what I needed today. I had my shower late in the day and wanted something super comfortable that wasn't too warm and it was the perfect thing. So when we were at our little get-together last night, it was our local knit night group who Charlene introduced me to, gosh, like 10-ish years ago. And Charlene's known wow. them since their first children were born, right? Yeah. Your mommy and me group. Maybe? Yeah. Well, some of us met before when we were, yeah, when yeah. We were pregnant. So. so they've known each other a long time. <laughs> and I'm a later addition to the group. But I haven't been to knit night in a really long time. And last night we were there catching up and they asked us about the podcast and we mentioned t-shirts and several of them said oh we want a t-shirt <laughs> it was very sweet it, it was. never occurred to us it to never occurred tell our to friends. us yes yeah like i got some for my parents and mike and things like that but i never thought to ask outside of our mm -mm. little circle nope. over yep so my your next t-shirt i love it what have you been stocking since the last episode? I've been stocking, oh, a few things. Part of the whole house reorganization led to my computer being stored away in the garage for a few days, lest <gasps> it get paint on it. So all I <laughs> had was my iPad. And you can't type emails on an iPad no. comfortably, but I still managed to stock Oh, a little bit. I did not do a lot. But one thing that I did notice on Ravelry was this interesting slipper pattern called Penne Minimum. And it's patterned by Atsuko Yamamoto. And it looks like a slipper sock that is very fitted and it looks very well made. And it's made for fingering weight yarn, all things I like. Hmm. And I previously had made a slipper several years ago called the Seamless Salomas. Mm -hmm. Do you remember I those? have a pair of oh, okay. those that you gave so me. So those look like a rectangle with a triangle on the top. And yeah, they're kind of, hard to figure out which side to yeah, put on. And you kind <laughs> of don't know what they are when you look at them. And 
they do fit the the magic through the magic of knit fabric which we all know and love because we love to make and wear sweaters these rectangles really do fit on your feet like a slipper but these the penne minimum look like a sock fitted slipper but it's got ribbing on the top so on the top of the foot, it looks like it's got a little band going across to hold oh, it on. Cool. It's a really cute little pattern, but it only comes in Japanese. Oh, so I won't be making it <laughs> right now. I'm guessing at some point, if a lot of people like it, maybe some intrepid volunteer mm -hmm. will come forward and translate it amy uh, amy o yokohama maybe she'll translate it maybe. for us amy, <laughs> calling out to amy it's a really cute little design though so like i said because since i can't look at the pattern i'm not sure how it's constructed but it looks interesting okay i have to interrupt you for patterns in foreign language only there is a beautiful colorwork yoke sweater that was on hot right now in ravelry that was almost like cherry blossoms on the yoke Oh, it was stunning, but it's only in Norwegian. Oh, I've seen that. It's I have so seen that pretty. One. That is really cute, mm -hmm. and it was done in really pale pink and mm -hmm. pale silver. Yeah, yeah, it was cherry really blossom esque. Nice. A really lovely palette too. Yeah, but you know, English. Every pattern doesn't have to be in English. I oh, I agree. That. So, yep, that's just the way it is. <laughs> I think we're a little bit egocentric here in America that mm -hmm. everything has to be in English, yeah. which is, I mean. Not everybody in the world speaks English, nope. so and, yeah, I can accept that. So, but and I apologize cute. for the sound. Oh, this is my stitch marker. I it's have a little bell stitch marker, so I apologize <laughs> if that's getting picked up too much on the microphone. And then the second thing, actually, second and third thing I'm stocking are two really pretty shawls by Janina Calio, who is the designer of the Antarctis shawl that I really enjoyed making several weeks ago, maybe a month ago. One of them is called Rosewater. It was published a year ago, so it's not new, but it's a crescent-shaped shawl with drop stitches and eyelets and a section that's just stockinette. Pretty basic shawl design. Well, I should shawl style with the crescent with the stockinette and then a lace edging. But I really like the design. It it's very nice. I'm enjoying Janina Kalio's patterns a lot. Yeah, she has a really and, nice aesthetic. Yeah, it's she does. simple but she not does. boring. And then the second one is called Ardent, which is asymmetrically shaped, similar to the Antarctis, but it has slightly different stitch patterns. Although it looks like almost the same stitch patterns as Antarctis, just maybe in different proportions on the shawl, and it's the same shape. So since I really loved Antarctis, I like this one too. Well, and you were planning to maybe knit an Antarctis for the knit-along, right? I want to make one for myself, yeah. so I don't know if I'll get to it for the knit-along. We'll see, but I... But it may be on the short list. Yeah, okay. I really liked the one that I made, which was a sample for someone else. So yep. I have permission to make another for myself. <laughs> <laughs> you always have permission. Yes, that's true. Yep. So how about you? What are you stocking? So I'm on a theme at the moment. So little bit of background there is there are actually two different so along events happening right now the first is an outfit along hosted by Andy Satterland whose designs I love and I want to say her name's Ladybird or I'm not sure a sewing blog writer 
is co-hosting with her. Oh, right. Yeah. I remember that from last year. Yeah, it's they do it every year. Mm-hmm. And they are using the Hollyburn skirt, which is a pattern by Sewaholic. And they're using Andy Satterlin's new top, which is, I think it's called Zenone. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yes. But we saw it. Nicole on Stash and Burn is knitting it. And we saw her picking out yarn at Verb mm-hmm. for Keeping Warm. And I've been following her progress on their podcast. And Erin on double knit podcast is also knitting one so it's interesting to follow along with them but the idea of the outfit along you don't have to knit and sew the patterns that are featured you can knit and sew whatever you want the idea being you have a finished outfit at the end of the outfit along similar to our colors of fall knit along Mm -hmm. only different i mean obviously we don't have a sewing component although several of you out there are sewing part of your fall look which is really cool so i and then the second along is inside number 23 kt is hosting her own sew along for the hollyburn skirt it happens to be the same skirt oh and i got inspired because kt does the most beautiful sewing project she's a very talented seamstress and she does some amazing things and she has a video podcast and you get to see what she's sewing so i got very inspired and charlene has been sewing again i'll let her talk about that if she wants to (laughs) but i decided i wanted to sew the Hollyburn skirt. It's very much my style. It's kind of a flared skirt. I'm not even going to try to describe it because I really don't describe things like that very well, but it's really cute. I really like it. And I'm going to do the above the knee length, which I think is C. And while I was strategizing what kind of fabric I wanted and the length I wanted and thinking about what I want to go with it, I realized that I wanted a cropped sweater to go with it because it's a high-waisted skirt and I think it would look super cute with a cropped sweater because any of my other sweaters they would fall right where the skirt is full and that just doesn't give anyone a very good look so I've been stocking cropped sweaters which kind of led me on this whole thing about cropped sweaters so (laughs) strangely enough Andy Satterlin came up in the Great British Sewing Bee If you haven't ever watched it, I highly recommend it. It's a reality TV show about regular people who aren't professional seamstresses or sewers, but they go through a process to, you know, come up with the top 10 or however many of of people there are. And then they compete every week. They have three tasks they have to complete. One person is eliminated. The rest continue. And I have to say, British reality TV shows are so much more entertaining and the people are so much nicer than American reality TV shows. And I really enjoy watching this, even though I'm not much of a seamstress at all, but it's really fun to watch. And one of the women on the latest season is a hand knitter and she was wearing a two color shawl one day. And I thought, oh, that looks really familiar. Well, I don't know what pattern it was, but it was a beautiful, I want to say like apple green and teal two-color shawl that was really pretty and then the next episode she was wearing a matching hat and then two episodes later she's wearing a cropped sweater she's probably on Ravelry I'm sure she is but I don't know what her (laughs) Rav name is but I looked at that sweater and I thought I know that sweater I've knit that sweater Uh it's the Marion sweater by Andy Satterland so it was like okay all the stars are aligning here Andy Satterland does a lot of cropped designs I love my Armand sweater by her which is actually a longer sweater but I like her aesthetic. 
I'm making this Holly Byrne skirt, which is in her outfit along. So, okay, it's all got to happen. So I'm going to knit a cropped sweater. So I started stocking my own favorites because I've favorited a lot of different designs. The top three contenders right now are Peggy Sue, which is a pattern by Linda Wilgus, which I have knit before. I remember that. DK Weight, it's a very simple raglan-shaped sweater that has a really pretty twisted rib hem. And there really isn't too much design to it other than just the fact that it's cute and cropped and I really like it. The second one is a pullover called Amina by Diana Walla. It's a fingering weight sweater and it's super cute, kind of closer fitting, and it has an I-cord edge on the collar that has a little bow to it. So it's really cute, kind of retro-y, you know, kind of vintage looking. And it has contrast color cuffs, hem, and the I-cord at the collar. So it's really cute. And then the third one is an Andy Satterlin pattern called a cropped sweater for winter. And it's a worsted (laughs) weight sweater. And my idea is my Holly Byrne skirt, I got a really pretty chambray fabric that has like a little tiny print on it not polka dots, but it's not that uncommon of a fabric. I think people will kind of look at it and say, oh, I've seen stuff kind of similar to that before. Mm-hmm. Laughing about the crow. Yes. <laughs> Crows are loud. <laughs> so I want to knit a cropped sweater in navy blue. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use the leftover Madeline Tosh Air Light from Mike's sweater. Held double. Because Perfect. all of my remaining skeins are very different in color, so I can hold it doubled and blend all those different colors without it being very obvious color mismatch. You know, I want you to repeat that, because that's a really good point for folks who have skeins that don't match, don't match, and perhaps have enough to do that and still knit something. So just say that once okay, again. Okay, I'm going to say that again. So I had a little over 1,500 yards of that yarn left, which is enough for me to hold it doubled so that all of these skeins that don't match, when I hold it doubled, I can blend it better so that it's not this obvious podgepodge color block that just mm-hmm. doesn't look right, kind of mismatched yeah. yarn colors. I think that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, so that just struck me one day i was like oh that's what i can do with that yarn there's enough there to hold it doubled for a dk weight sweater exactly and a cropped sweater doesn't take as much yarn so that's the plan right now and we'll see how i progress with that (laughs) i could totally change my mind and decide that i'll never wear a cropped sweater (laughs) but i have several cropped sweaters in my i was gonna say you do wear them i do well i like to knit them and i like the idea of wearing them my body's not in a place right now where I want to wear cropped sweaters, but I'm working on that. So mm-hmm. maybe by the time I finish the sew along and finish mm-hmm. knitting the sweater, I'll want to wear them. So that's the current plan. And those are the three contenders, Peggy Sue, Amina, and a cropped sweater for winter. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a very long stocking for just three <laughs> items. But and again, if you are interested, check out the Great British Sewing Bee. This latest season, I think you can only get it maybe available on YouTube. I think that's where I've been watching it. Sometimes they upload um, different episodes, but it's a really interesting show. And I know that they have previous seasons available for streaming on Netflix or Amazon Prime. I don't remember which, but Mm. it's really fun. And the Great British Cook-Off? Bake-Off. Bake-Off is really fun, That one is fun. I really like that show. I enjoyed that. Yeah. So, what are you knitting? I am knitting 
two old favorites at this point, I feel like, because I have been knitting them for a while. I thought I was going to be finished with this test knit sweater for Pohi by recording this week, but because of the aforementioned whole house painting slash reorg. And it looks I really good. Not, I got to see it. it looks really good. <laughs> I have not had as much time as I wish I had to knit. So enough said, I'm on the second sleeve. So I really am almost there because there is no finishing to the sweater. So once I finish the second sleeve, I can move on to the blocking stage. I bet you if you and I could get together before this episode goes live on Friday, you would have that finished blocked it would dry because it's dry enough it's so hot yeah. and you would we could have finished photos by the time this goes live that's how close could. she is to finishing yeah that would be nice i would like that and we have lots of fo's to catch up on yeah, for pictures, so. and then the second thing that i am knitting is the star shower star shower cowl by hillary smith callus that i am knitting in northbound knitting i cast this on i think two episodes ago for the hashtag Yarniacs Colors 2016 knit-along, and I have not knit too much further on that, but have no fear. That one will get done. It's beautiful in the yarn. So. Does it look pretty? Yeah, it really it does. I'm sure it does. It really does. So those are my projects. What are you knitting? I'm knitting something new since the last Yay. episode. I cast on Pavement by Yay. Vera Valimaki. It is one of her sweaters from her Bespoke collection, which I talked about in stocking a few episodes ago. And I had a tink like a boss moment this week, which we'll <laughs> talk about later. And I was so frustrated with my garment knitting that I said, I need something completely different mm. and I need to swatch immediately and just cast on. And I had very old stash, the Uncommon Thread Lush Twist Fingering, which is a merino cashmere nylon blend from 2012 in my stash in a beautiful color called leaden and mm. it's a blue and it has some airy in it so it's airy blue from the colors of fall That's 2016 palette color for you isn't it beautiful mm -hmm. it reminds me a little bit of well water by mm. madeline tosh a little bit a little bit and it's just a gorgeous very tonal blue that will look good with my eyes and it's a color that i tend to use so yeah. kind of like the morning dove lar that i knit yeah. only that's a lighter yeah combination of this, this color is a darker mm -hmm. yeah. and my autumn's end pullover by alana dacos is knit in well water and it's very similar to this mm -hmm. so it could have just been the actual dye lot of that well water yeah. however this is a very simple top-down raglan shaped sweater and I am already what is that like six or seven inches past the underarm split or the sleeve split and you knit about 16 inches in the round and then you split and go back and forth because it has a nice shirt tail hem and I'm going to make the back a little longer than the front mm. and then you do the sleeves and that's it it's a very simple cute sweater that I know I can wear over any kind of leggings or jeans that I don't wear, but <laughs> if I decided I wanted to wear jeans. And... Well, and you needed a sweater that felt oh, like a sure thing. I did. So I so desperately needed one. it. And I'm so happy with this. I swatched, I got gauge 
and cast on within 24 hours probably <laughs> and just zoomed zoom zoomed right through it and the the yarn is heavenly it's not only beautiful but it's soft it's complete stockinette there's garter at the collar the huff huffs and the chem the cuffs <laughs> and the hem <laughs> and that's about it so it's a very simple design there's no way shaping it's very very simple and straightforward and i figured that i couldn't go wrong with that yeah so, sometimes you just need a sure thing exactly so super happy with it i've tried it on i know that it fits and ah, thank goodness <laughs> i was very pleased so that is pavement by vera valley mackie and i'm also going to knit at least one other of her sweaters it's the minimum which is another oh, pullover nice. with the split back yeah, that splits I all really the way like up that to too. like mid back yeah that's another fingering weight that's on my list and the only other thing i'm actively knitting right now is the spindrift shawl by helen stewart which i've talked about before i'm using my creative sparks yarn her sake's base in you are being deceived which has shark skin and bodacious in it so both of my current knits are for the colors of fall now nice. Super happy with both of them. The yarn for both is lovely and soft, and they're both easy knits. And with the way my life has been lately, that's just perfect. That's just what I need. <laughs> so that's what I'm knitting. Yay. And have you finished anything? I haven't. I remember you said that. I finished four Fairies Firelights Mason Jar Covers by Jen Sheelan. And I took a picture and put it on Instagram. And I was so surprised by the number of positive comments things like they're much prettier than i thought they would be and just people were just amazed at how gorgeous they are they're such a simple knit hmm. you cast on for knitting in the round i use a small circular needle you could use magic loop you could use double points and you just follow this very simple lace pattern that's extremely intuitive and she has the pattern written for a small mason jar or a larger mason jar mm -hmm. I bought these cool screw-on lids that she talked about on her podcast that actually, they're open at the top, they screw on and they have a wire chain so you can hang them. And the idea is you put a little tea light or a LED light inside and the light shines through this beautiful lace nice. over knit thing, like a cozy, and they're really pretty. So I knit four of them, three for July birthdays in my family and well, actually two for family, two for friends. And my next door neighbor, I just had her birthday this last weekend and she came by the house. This is the neighbor with the dog who oh. our dogs go back and forth all the time. She came over when I happened to be knitting and she said, oh, what are you working on? And I said, oh, these are these great little covers for a mason jar and you can put it outside. And she and her husband spent a lot of time outside in the evening and she didn't say anything, but her birthday was about three days later. So all day Saturday, I'm cranking out this last one. I'm like, I've got to get it finished. And Mike said, well, but you have three others finished. And I said, I want to take a picture of all four of them together. I don't want to oh, give one away yeah. until they're all done. So he's yeah, like, okay, whatever, do cool. your thing. And I did, I got them finished. But when we showed up at her house, I had it in my hand. I was carrying it by the little chain. And she said, I'm so glad you made one for me. I was so hoping after you showed it to me, I was so hoping you'd give me one. And she was so happy. She took a picture that night oh, that in the dark neat. and sent it to me. It was just very sweet. Knitworthy. So, very knitworthy. Mm -hmm. So definitely a great little knit for gifts. They don't take much time. They're in fingering weight yarn. Use little scraps and they're super fun. Nice. Very gratifying. And let's see. I also finished the Wonder Wander hat 
by Megan Williams. I think I'd cast it on our last episode using Neighborhood Fiber Company's Thomas Circle, which is the dark tonal gray, and Madeline Tosh DK Twist in the Tarte Deep Red color. And that's for my friend Melissa. So I got that finished. And I mentioned Tink Like a Boss earlier yes. in the episode. So hold on to your seat, you guys. Why did I need an easy sweater to cast on? Because I've had it with the hoodie shawl cardigan. I have had it with that sweater. <laughs> after all the re-knitting, after all the fussing about colors, in t- originally I was supposed to use only stash yarn. I've ended up buying almost all the yarn for that sweater that I'm going to rip out. So I got a few inches past the underarm sleeve split and finally tried it on. And yes, I've looked at the pattern picture. And yes, I knew that the fronts overlapped. And I knew that, but when you try it on, sometimes it's just a little bit different than what you had envisioned from the pictures. Yes. I do not like it at all. I do not like the way the fronts overlap. They are very rectangular, like a cardigan would be if it was buttoning, versus a sweater with fronts that overlap, but they're shaped so that when they drape, they actually have drape instead of just hanging funny. It could... The way I think about it, when I looked at it, it if you held up both pieces, it could be double-breasted. Exactly. Yeah. So you would have it's to... It's that rectangular. It is. And what I would have to do is put a button on either side. One of them that would hook underneath yes, right. and one of them would hook on the top. Otherwise, the underlayer would... Hang down. Droop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So... I'm going to tink like a boss and I'm going to rip that thing out. And I contemplated. For, tink like a boss. <laughs> I, put it, charge. I put it in the accountability pals thread. And I, when I posted in that thread, I set the sweater down on the edge of my desk. My desk is very small and I've been cleaning everything around that pile of sweater. The attached yarn was sitting there. The sweater was just sitting there in a pile And I left it there until today when Charlene came to pick me up. And I said, look, that's where it's been sitting. And I held it up to show her finally, but I have not even touched it since I decided I was going to rip it out. It's just like, you're on a timeout. Timeout. And I don't even, I have to look at you because you're on my desk, but I'm not even going to touch you. So (laughs) I'm going to rip it out and reuse it for breathing space, which is another Vera Valley Maki pattern. And the yarn looks so good together. The three colors are beautiful together so it's going to be a beautiful sweater just not the hoodie shawl cardigan and you bring up a fair point sometimes tinking like a boss is unavoidable because we don't always necessarily pick perfect patterns for ourselves Mm -hmm. it looks great in the pattern photo and then we just don't like it for some reason on ourselves it's the same thing when we try on clothes at the store you don't buy everything that you take into the dressing room yep but the things you take into the dressing room are things that you think you're going to like so it's the same thing and there's it's it's a good exercise in recognizing what you will wear what you won't wear and gail's going to avoid the disappointment of a garment going unworn Yep, absolutely. I'm going to tink it like a boss and yeah. just be done with it. Power, Fair or good Power riddance. to you. More power to you. <laughs> so that's the saga of what I've finished. Or okay. not finished, but 
<laughs> I'm finished with it. We'll put it yeah. that way. Yeah. All right. Brief colors of fall and long update. So I looked in the thread before we left my house and there are 162 projects that are either in progress or finished. Wow. Pretty crazy considering it's July 20th and we yeah. have two exactly two months left to go. There are 138 voices in the thread. So 138 people have posted 857 readers. So we have a lot of people lurking mm -hmm. in the thread. So yeah, which is great. It's great. And totally allowed. <laughs> yeah. And there are like some ridiculous number of posts. So if you're not posting, I get it because you, it just, it's a fast moving thread. Mm -hmm. So, but Hey, if you want to post, show us what you're doing, show us your darn. Yeah. It's super fun. And there are some amazing FOs and works out there. Some just amazing stuff. Who is it? Jennifer SC, who just had ankle surgery. She did a beautiful blue and white shawl. And now I just forgot the name of it. I don't know. Darn either. it. I can't remember the name. But she put a picture of Greece alongside the, a whip picture of that shawl. And oh my goodness, it is stunning. It is so pretty. That was one that just totally blew me away because the colors are just so rich and vivid. And there are a million other things out there that are just stunning, like works of art, sweaters with cables. Kelsey Leftwich always blows me away with her sweaters <laughs> and our knit-alongs. And this is no exception. It's like a cablicious, yeah. amazing piece of artwork and so many beautiful things out there. So please keep posting your pictures. It's so inspiring. And we have a few more prizes that have been donated mm -hmm. since the last episode. Boston Jen of the Down Cellar Studios podcast just released a new shawl pattern called the Riley Rose Shawl, which is a really pretty, it's knit side to side. It's an elongated triangle and she does it in color blocks with different stitch patterns. Really pretty. So we have one copy of that for a giveaway. We have a skein of yarn winner's choice from Barb of Spencer Hill Natural Dyes and she is Blue Canary on Ravelry and does amazing work. We saw our friend Anne, AG so-and-so, had her Pure Joy shawl last mm -hmm. time we saw her. And the blue was one of Barb's yarns. And it's beautiful. It just beautiful. All natural dyes. So I'm just so stunned with those amazing colors. And they're so luminous and glowing. We have a project bag from Uli, who is Mommy Knits. And her Etsy store is Knitter's Nook. And a project bag from Megan of Creative Spark Yarns. So lots of prizes out there, which is fabulous. So please join in the knit along. And, oh, I still haven't started our FO thread. So I will do that. And remember, the only requirements are that you knit with a yarn that has one of the colors of fall or colors of the year or spring colors represented. And you style it into a fall or spring, depending on where you are in the world. Look. So we look forward to seeing those and photograph it with sorry, that yes. look. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, okay. That's okay. Just I just wanted to it finalize my yes. <laughs> yes, photograph that look and then post that photo. Yeah. And someone just this week asked if it was okay to do a look for her daughter. Absolutely okay to do a look for your daughter. It doesn't have to be for you. It can be for anyone. So very cool. I'm looking forward to seeing that look for the daughter too. Mm -hmm. I think that's fun. All right, and the feature segment. We're going to talk about, once again, where are they now? Yeah. This is an occasional segment that Gail and I thought of as a way to revisit projects or 
perhaps patterns that we've stalked back in the beginning of the podcast. When you first came up with this idea, I think it was around our anniversary, and we just wanted a way to go back and share with you guys how some of the projects have held up over time. Maybe they haven't, or if we have indeed or have not made one of the items that we were stocking. Yep. So we both have three, so why don't you go first? So back in episode two. Oh, you even tracked it back to the episode. I did. Good for you. Back in episode two, which we recorded back in January of 2012. Wow. I was stocking all the owl things and I was knitting the owl sweater by Kate Davis, who also designed the paper dolls sweater. I remember that. The paper doll yeah. sweater was popular four years ago. Not to say that it isn't now, but it was much more so popular four years ago. I still like that sweater too. I do too. And yeah. people have done cool things they with it really instead have. of that's a fun one to look at the finished projects for because people have substituted Totoro's, all kinds of little things for the paper dolls on that sweater. I've always wanted to make one of those, but I just don't think that I would wear it in this climate. Isn't it fingering weight yarn though? It is, but it yeah, just it gets, looks It gets hot. thick when you <laughs> start to do the color yeah. work. Yeah. yeah. So... The owl sweater, which I was knitting, I believe at one time it was a free pattern, but when I looked at it today, it was available available for purchase, not as a free pattern. But at the time I knit it, there were a lot of somewhat negative comments about the fit. People were saying that the fit didn't really work so well. So I took the chart, the owl's chart, kept the chart and just knit a top down sweater instead because the sweater pattern as written is knit from the bottom up. So I kept the same gauge. I used yarn. Let's see. I used Cascade. It was Cascade 128. Yeah, it was from that awesome sale. Yes. It was four bucks a ball. I remember that. Yes. So it was Cascade 128. And I knit my sweater top down so I could try it on as I went. And the resulting sweater was definitely a win. I still have it and I still wear it. And my decision to make it tunic length was a good one as I like the look of the sweater as a layer over a long sleeve tee. I only had enough yarn to do short sleeves. In fact, they're cap sleeves even, I believe. So I layer it in the wintertime over a long sleeve t-shirt with skinny jeans or leggings. And I made it in a tweedy gray. So it was a good color. It was a good yarn. It was a good choice. That one, four years later, it's a win. Yeah, I always love it when I see you in that. It's like, it makes a cute outfit. I really, really love does. that sweater. Yeah. And speaking of $4 a ball yarn, <laughs> for anyone who's local, the Swiss Stitch is having a 20% off sale through when? I'm not positive it's, if it's the end of July or perhaps through mid-August. So that gives you time still, though, yeah. if you want to, to go to the 
Swift Stitch, only Madeline Toshin and Zula aren't included. Right. But there's still some candy skein. There's some, there are a lot of beautiful yarns there right now. So I was thinking of that as I was driving home today. <laughs> oh, we've got to mention the sale because who doesn't <laughs> want to go to a yarn store when there's a sale? So how about you? What have, well, what, where is your sweater now? <laughs> all right. So you sweater talked or about, garment or they're all sweaters. Okay. Today. So you talked about January of 2012. Mm -hmm. Mine was from June of 2012. Ah. The first one, it's the Peggy Sue cardigan by Linda Wilgus, which mm. I said I'm stocking. Yes. So all of my sweaters that I'm going to talk about in this segment today have been gifted to other people, all knitters. And it just became a theme when I was thinking about this today. Well, okay. All of these were gifted at the Knockers Retreat in 2016, so back in April. So they are all with new owners right now. Mm -hmm. And the Peggy Sue, I think it went home with Susan, who is Kismet. I can't guarantee that, though, because I thought that it might look good on Nicole, but the yarn I used, which I cannot pronounce, was another $4 a ball sale yarn from mm -hmm. the Swift Stitch. You knit a seascape or a cityscape cityscape that i do remember that yarn but i don't remember the name yeah it's something very difficult to pronounce mm -hmm. i looked it up and i'm not even going to try <laughs> it's a very coarse workhorse mm -hmm. fingering to dk weight yarn and nicole said eh, i don't think i'll wear this because it's a little too rough so i think it went into the giveaway room mm -hmm. but i think it was kismet who ended up bringing that home yeah. and it's a super cute sweater. I really love it, obviously, because I'm thinking of knitting it again. But I think I knit it a little too long for the look it's supposed to have. So mine was just a little bit too long, a little bit too big in the bust, and the yarn was pretty scratchy. And I was trying to wear it as a layering piece over a fit and flare dress, and you really needed to have something underneath. This. It's a short sleeve sweater as well, but you mm -hmm. needed with a tank or you know, a, right. a single strap type yeah. of dress. It was just a little too scratchy. So yeah. that is now with someone else, but I wanted it another one. So obviously yeah. the pattern was a success. It just wasn't <laughs> the best match of pattern and yarn and particular fit for that sweater. So again, that was the Peggy Sue by Linda Wilgus. So my second item comes from the same episode two. Oh my gosh. But it's a you. hat. <laughs> it's the Nantes hat pattern is by Amanda Shezer and I knit this one in some leftover Cascade 220 that I had and although I got gauge for this hat I always felt like it was too tall for my head there was something about the hat it was not meant to be slouchy. a slouchy hat it uh. was meant to fit over the head but it was too tall for me and I ended up donating it and for me it was a lesson learned because I went back after I knit it and I went back today to look at the photo again just to make sure I was remembering it correctly and this is a lesson look at the way the model is wearing the hat because oh. the model in this photograph had the hat pulled down to her eyes which I do oh. not wear my hats pulled down that low in fact like at her eyebrows at, or lower it was so low that half of her eyebrow was in the hat okay 
And she didn't have unnaturally high eyebrows? (laughs) No. No. Not at all. But I just don't wear my hats like that. And maybe if I was out in the cold and I was really cold, maybe I would. But I don't need to wear a hat Mm -hmm. like that. So I said lesson learned. And the lesson is that I now look when I want to make a hat for myself at where the model hat hits on the wearer in the photo. Because if I have to pull the hat all the way down to my eyebrows to make it fit properly, I'm just not going to wear it. Well, and that actually brings up two interesting points. So one, if you have to pull it down to your eyebrows, it's probably going to fall into your eyes. You're probably not going to stay there. That's a very good point. You would think so. So the second interesting point with that is the manipulation that happens behind the scenes to some knitwear when it's photographed. And you can't always know that. Even by looking at a picture, you don't know if they've paper clipped it or you know, binder clipped mm-hmm. it behind the woman, yeah. or when you see a woman who's standing really awkwardly with her arm <laughs> strangely perched up on a mantle and she's all distorted, she's probably doing that for a very specific reason to make that sweater look a certain way. So, looking at the photos, I think with a critical eye is very important. It is very important. Even though you can't always know what they're doing, yeah. but if you're paying attention to those things, I think it can be very yeah. telling. Because there was no way I could have worn the hat and made it look the way it looked in the photograph without pulling it also down to my eyebrows because that took up some of the fabric. So, lesson learned. Yeah. (laughs) And just out of curiosity, do you think you could have folded the brim or would that have made it too warm around your head? It wouldn't have looked right because it was the whole hat was one graph one chart so the whole design was only repeated once on the hat so i could have folded it but it would have to me anyway i think it would have looked not quite right okay that makes sense it's okay somebody else hopefully is enjoying the hat (laughs) maybe someone with a bigger head yes i hope so i hope so all right so my second is a project from october 2013 it's the lipstick cardigan by Hohi Locatelli. So this was quite the rage to knit when it first came out. And I love the pattern, but there was something about the way mine fit me that didn't make me very happy. I used Spud and Chloe sweater, which is a cotton wool blend worsted weight in a gray color. And it could have been the gray because it's kind of a flat gray. But also I think that I when I knit the front band, so you pick up stitches along the fronts and there it buttons only at the top. It's a top buttoning cardigan. It always, like it didn't block properly or maybe I knit it too tightly or something. You know how sometimes you can, it almost gathers up a little bit. So I could have pulled that out and redone it, but I didn't. And that's another sweater that went to knockers with me. And Nicole from Stash and Burn has that sweater now so i don't know nicole i don't know if you wear it or not it doesn't matter (laughs) if you don't i hope you found someone who will sometimes there's just great satisfaction in knowing i know that you often repurpose sweaters if you love Mm -hmm. the yarn enough i didn't love that yarn enough to even consider it so that's 
a good example of when you should find somebody else yep. who will love the garment. Yeah, <laughs> and it was great to be able to give it to someone, and it looked really cute on her, and there you go. So someone else has it now, and I want to knit that one again, but I want to knit that as a pullover. A lot of people modified that to be a pullover, and I really like it as a pullover. I like it as a pullover, too, and I've always thought that I would eventually make one as a pullover. It's it's very cute mm -hmm. as a pullover. It's like a Henley almost, yeah. the way it's done. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah, so I was stocking that this week, too. So that's the lipstick sweater by Hoki Lukadai. And then my last garment is a sweater, a pullover sweater called Wicked by Rachel Bishop. Oh, wow. I remember that sweater. This was a really popular sweater yeah. back in the day. And I did like the sweater and perhaps I would still be wearing it. But the yarn choice I made, I think, was not perhaps the right yarn choice. The reason being that the pattern, Wicked, even though it's written for a gauge of 18 stitches to four inches, the yarn that is called for in the pattern is Cascade 220, which is a rather lighter worsted weight. So knit at 18 stitches to four inches, it's going to be a looser fabric. Mm -hmm. I, however, chose a yarn which is classified it's classified as a bulky on Ravelry. I didn't think it was quite a bulky. I thought it was more of an Aran weight. It's called Deve Autuno, which is a very nice 100% wool, but I believe my fabric was just a little too dense for that sweater. And I did wear that sweater a lot. Yeah, I you do. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I wore it as a sweatshirt. That was like 2000 six or 2007 it was a long time ago yeah i'm not sure it was that long. was it was back when i was teaching at the other total fitness oh okay yeah so it was that, that was long a long ago. time ago you no that wasn't the same pattern never mind okay yeah it was that long ago though wow so i just feel like i didn't quite make the right yarn choice i still like the sweater design and as a sweatshirt i think it's darling but, and maybe it's just that I want something that's not quite so bulky and not quite so warm. Yeah, that makes sense. And the Dive Autuno yarn ended up, last time when I got rid of it, it was pilling, pilling a lot. So it was time. It was time to pass that one on. Well, I remember <laughs> I bought that sweater pattern that long ago. I actually bought it. It was a so it was a hard copy so I don't even remember where I bought it but they also had modifications for it in lace weight I want to say or the the collar in lace weight or something there was huh. some unique modification for that sweater that I was going to do but that was so long ago see I would be interested I was thinking about that when I was writing up my show notes today I was thinking I wonder if I could make it in a fingering weight because then I would wear it a lot. I'm sure you could because and isn't I, it just yeah. a simple raglan it top is. down type I'm, of sweater? I'm yeah, it's not totally complicated. Sure I, could, yeah. I want to say it had like a twisted rib collar or something. Pockets. Oh, or pocket. a kangaroo pocket. It had oh, a kangaroo yeah, pocket yeah, yeah. with okay. a twisted rib pattern down the front. Okay. Wow, crazy. 
Yeah, and I remember that's about the same time as I discovered the deep breath sweater, which also, sorry, you guys, there's some like summer camp loony bin fest <laughs> There's a sports outside. team that has just come home to the dorms. <laughs> yeah, they're a little rambunctious. But it was about the same era as the deep breath. And mm-hmm. that sweater is so. also in worsted and lace weight. Oh, so okay. That's why I remember it because yeah. I was thinking, and to me at the time as a fairly new knitter back then, it was like, wow, you could knit the same pattern in both of those <laughs> weights. How does that work? So yeah, that's why yeah. I remember that. Interesting. Yeah. So that was fun. Do you remember who you gave it to by any chance? I don't. I don't. In fact, I'm trying to remember if I've really given it away or if it's still in my to be given away bag. bag. I cannot remember, but I did not see it in my closet when I packed things up to move. So there's a good chance it's gone now. Yes. All right. So my third is from our pre-podcasting days. It was probably about 2010 or 2011. And it is the number seven gathered party by Kathy Karen. It's a free pattern on Ravelry. And so is the Peggy Sue, by the way. And it's a worsted weight sweater. That's a simple top down raglan shaped sweater with short sleeves, a little tiny collar that folds over and a very gathered skirt. And I remember doing a lot of research before I knit this one and I reduced the gathers by half. And it That's was still right. very gathered. Yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. That's the name. So gathered. kind of like a peplum. It's more like yes. a peplum. I and remember you reduced that. Yeah. It was kind of an experiment. Mm-hmm. And I knit that in the most beautiful batch of Malabrigo worsted polar morn. Yeah, that sweater came out really nice. Oh, it was so pretty. It was so soft. It was so lovely. And I love that color, but I think part of my problem is that I just don't gravitate towards light grays. Mm -hmm. I love them, I buy them, (laughs) and I want to wear them, but then I have them and I don't wear them. I think part of it is just the light gray doesn't really look good on me, so I don't put it on. It's a hard color. I don't even... People tell me that I can wear it, but I go back and forth. Sometimes I think it makes me look drab. It it, depends, I think, what you... Put it with, with it mm-hmm. but i understand what you're saying because i think you definitely look better in more vibrant jewel tones thank you yeah that's what i tend to wear the most and my staples that are my gray sweaters at home tend to be darker grays mm-hmm. so i think and lipstick was the same same mm-hmm. type of thing it was a light yes, gray it was. so i see a theme here yes <laughs> but the gathered cardi went to jenny of stash and burn so hopefully jenny's wearing that it's just it looks super cute on her and it's such a soft sweater. So, I mean, I could, I'm surprised I didn't wear it at home, just, you know, snuggling up mm-hmm. in it because Malabrigo worsted. Yarn. Oh my gosh. And I hardly wore it. So it wasn't pilled at all yet <laughs> because Malabrigo worsted tends to pill quite a bit, sadly, yeah. but super pretty sweater. And I also think that maybe I'm too kind of short and stocky, not saying that I'm super wide necessarily, but. I think you need a different body type to pull off that really big peplum in a worsted weight. And Jenny's really slim and small, mm-hmm. so I think she can do it. So that was the Gathered Cardi by Kathy Karen, which is a super fun knit. So those so are my three sweaters. Where are they now? <laughs> They're all with with other people, hopefully being worn happily or 
gifted to someone else because it doesn't matter once it's not with me right. anymore. I just hope someone's wearing right. it somewhere. Me I don't too. care who. Me too. Yeah. So we'll revisit this because we'll revisit this at a future time because we both have a lot of articles to revisit. Oh my goodness. <laughs> don't we ever. It's true. Yep. So thank you so much for listening. This really meant a lot to me today to be able to podcast. It put me in such a better mood. I looked forward to it all day long. And even though we have the sports team or whoever it is out in the background, <laughs> they scared all the wildlife away. That's they did. A I, yeah. I noticed that too. Even the crows yes, flew away. They did. Sadly. But it's still a beautiful evening. I wish we could share it all with you in person. So one thing I wanted to mention, Gail and I have switched internet providers. Oh, right. And although it should happen fairly seamlessly, you may have had your RSS feed update at some point in the last week showing that there were a lot more episodes available that you have not listened to. And if that happened to you, to you, we apologize. And if you have been trying to listen to one of the older episodes and for some reason the link didn't work, we apologize. We are in the process of updating all the links on the website. If you are trying to find an older episode, just go to our website and go to the RSS feed. And all of the, all of the links on our RSS feed should be current links in individual posts will get updated over the next week yeah and itunes all the episodes work again and different podcast applications on different devices they pick up our new rss feed at different intervals so if your smartphone or cellular device hasn't re-uploaded everything you may have to unsubscribe and resubscribe and i'm sorry for that i think that i'm going to have to do that in my podcast app which is i just forgot the name of my podcast app but <laughs> i have a samsung device and i was getting a 404 error it wasn't oh. picking up our new url our url hasn't changed so yeah. anyway we apologize for any inconvenience that has caused it was kind of a traumatic monday <laughs> and tuesday for us but everything in itunes and on our rss feed does work so you will be able to access any episodes through those means yes and if you resubscribe we thank you for listening thank you for Definitely. coming back thank you and welcome to all the new listeners and we hope you'll stick with us and thank you for joining us today thank you so much oh there's a crows see what happens the loud people left and the crows came back <laughs> watch as soon as we sign off we'll see them out in the <laughs> <laughs> happy knitting happy bye bye you can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniax Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniax.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniax Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gailey Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gailey Whaley.